Hey everybody, it's Candace and Becky from Mindful Art Company. Hi guys. And you're listening to Common Kindness, a mindfulness podcast for finding your friendly inner voice. We talk about the real art and science of self-compassion and help you make kindness more common in your life, starting with yourself exactly where you're at. Welcome back to our new mini-series called Self-Compassion Stories. It's so powerful to hear real-life examples from real people about how they've changed by being kind to themselves. Yes, and I'm so excited today because our guest is our super good friend, Leah, and she even took the very first class with yeah, me. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Leah has literally been with us since the very beginning. I mean, yes. she has been our like supporter, cheerleader, friend, everything since the very beginning. So Leah, say hello and how, just anything you want our listeners to know about you. Okay, well, thanks. I'm happy to be here. It has been so good for me to be on this journey with you guys. And I love what you teach and I love what you do. And so I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Um, I just have five kids and take care of them and love getting out with them and just being a mom. It's great. <laughs> yeah, Leah's one of the moms with the Madsen bikes with her kids in the back bucket and she's pedaling oh, uphill. Yeah. That's that's Leah. She's an adventurous. Well, she's an adventurer. It gets us out and it has e-assist. So while it looks like I'm pedaling a lot of kids <laughs> up a hill, I do have help. It's not just me. <laughs> I do I don't got think I assist. We yeah. all need a little assist, don't we? We do. It makes a big difference. It makes life a little more bearable. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. Okay. So as you know. Every episode begins with this Carl Rogers quote, which is, the curious paradox is that when I accept myself just as I am, then I can change. So what we'd love to know, Leah, is when this has happened, uh, maybe even a specific time or a specific season, just a time when this quote rang true for you. Yeah. Um, I think one of the first experiences or periods of my life that came to my mind is um, a couple years ago when my fifth child was born, Heidi, and she was born end of March, 2019. So it was the year before COVID hit and, um, and she's, a, she was a good baby. I have good kids, but five's a lot of bodies and school got out and I was feeling very overwhelmed. And I think I had taken on four kids and felt really good about it. You know, I'm not one to want to stay home. I, I just, I like to get out and it's, then I feel like I don't go as crazy being stuck at home with all my kids. You know, I like to get out, but it suddenly was feeling very overwhelming to get out. And I felt like I was not accomplishing anything ever. And I had watched my amazing mother have seven kids. And I thought I, I should be able to do this. And was putting a lot of pressure on myself. And I think we've all felt that like failure when we're not achieving what we should, we think we should be able to do. Totally. Right? And yeah. was just feeling so heavy and so down. And, and my parents started taking my four older kids once a week for an entire afternoon to give me a break. I think they could see that I was, 
maybe struggling, drowning a little bit. And one time my dad comes over, I'm holding Heidi, ushering kids out the door, make sure they all have shoes, all the things. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, great. I'm going to get these things done because I'm going to put her down for a nap and I'm going to get all my stuff done. And my dad says, go take a nap. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay, dad. And he says, no, I mean it. You go take a nap. And so they get out the door and I was like, okay. And I put Heidi down and I laid in my bed and just sobbed. I mean, I just cried and just felt awful. Like, why can't I do this? Why am I not getting everything done? And you know, I just felt so much weight. And as I laid there, I remembered something from one of your early classes, Becky, when you said it's important that we take a minute and ask ourselves, what do I need right now? And so as I laid there thinking about it, I, I gave myself permission to, to be miserable for a minute and say, yeah, this is hard. It's okay. It's okay that it's hard. And I don't have to do, do everything. I have parents that can take my kids for a little bit and I need to give myself a break. And so what do I need right now? And that was kind of like a breath of fresh air, like, okay, maybe I do have this. Maybe I'm not doing as bad as I think. And, and right then I really did need a nap. And so I woke up and I just felt just a lot of just release, just all, a lot of that weight was just released. And and I, and I kind of committed to myself to say when I was feeling that overwhelm or, you know, when I had a minute to myself to say, okay, what do I need right now? And sometimes it was to take a nap. Sometimes it was to door dash lunch because I hadn't eaten. And sometimes I really did need to knock some things off my list, but to be able to recognize that I needed that time for myself was huge mm. during that period of life. And then COVID hit, right? And we were all overwhelmed. And I think that really prepared me for the overwhelm of COVID. And we kept our kids home for a school year and did distance learning, which was also a whole lot. When we had Heidi, we had no idea we were going to have five kids home for full year straight. Mm -hmm. But being able to tell myself like, it's okay, you're having a hard time right now. What do you need? Just really helped me get through it and recognize that I needed to take time for myself and that I'm a better mom when I'm able to recognize that. So, oh gosh, what a perfect story. Like that is the perfect application of that quote that mm -hmm. once you accepted, you're tired, you have five kids and a brand new baby and, you know, just a nap can change everything. I guess I have a question if, I mean, and just, I mean, cause I always like to say that the water gets down the row, right? So as a mom with you being able to take the nap, door dash the lunch, you know, whatever it is, have you seen a difference with your kids also being able to kind of take care of their themselves more, or has that not really like shown through quite yet? You know, I, I hadn't necessarily thought about it, but now that you bring that up, I do think in those moments when I was more calm and relaxed, it, they definitely can sense it, right? Like they can tell when I'm overwhelmed, which is probably why it was so hard during that initial summer with Heidi is I felt overwhelmed and yeah. that 
projects onto them and then they are mean to each other. They can sense that there's a lot of tension. And for sure, when I'm calmer as a mom, they're calmer to each other. And yes, there's always fighting, but there's a lot more of them, you know, being aware of themselves and being aware of each other rather than just the tension and the fighting. Yeah. 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 I've definitely noticed that too. Um, another thing I thought while you were telling your story is that some of us might want to accept what is right. Like we might want to take Carl Rogers like steps say, you know, here and say, okay, I'm going to accept it. And then I can change, but we don't know how to accept it. And I love that using that, like the quintessential question of self-compassion to what answer do, that question. Yeah. What, what, what do, do I need? I need? Right yeah. What do I need right now? Yeah. That, so, I mean, that is the, that is the question. What do I need? And we never ask that. Right. Yeah. We well, we just gotta just go get it all done. <laughs> but I think it gets, I think sometimes we have to get to the point where we are so low before we recognize that we are that low that, you know, because I think for a long time, we plug along, we do what we have to, and we don't recognize that we're barely hanging on because we're so focused on getting to the next thing, the next day, the next school pickup, we never gives our, give ourselves that break. But I think it was me lying down and recognizing how hard of a time I was having to be able to say, okay, something needs to change. And that's when I was able to recognize I needed to find ways to take care of myself rather than just, okay, nurse, baby, take kids here, make dinner, put them to bed, crash, you know, yeah. times to be able to slow down and think about what we're going through rather than just pushing and pushing and pushing. Yeah, I totally think that that's true. And I love that it was so simple that it came in the form of a nap. Yeah. The other change that I noticed, um, is that at the beginning, you said that you were just feeling kind of low because you were comparing yourself to your, your mom, right? Like this other person did a great job. Why can't I do a great job? And when we do stop and ask the question, what is it that I need? There's no room to sit there and compare. There's no ourselves, room for comparison. Yep. Right. Which is really powerful with self-compassion. Yes. I think. Right. There's no room for comparison when you're saying, what do I need right now? Oh, well, I love that, Candace. Recognizing that what works for them doesn't work for me, right? That how I'm going to do something is very different from what works for you. Yeah, and yeah. recognize that everybody's stressed out, not just me because I have, I mean, five kids is a lot, but I just think it doesn't matter where you're at at life, whether you have kids or not, or one kid, kids consume the space that they are in, whether it's one kid or five, and that it's okay to recognize that you feel overwhelmed for whatever space you are in. Yeah. Yeah. I love that Leah. And here's the thing is I like, I can't let this conversation go on any further without me sharing a really quick story about Leah because <laughs> it's totally changed my life. And Leah's probably going to remember this, but it's when we were, I think we're in fifth or sixth grade and we're playing soccer and some, one of our teammates was being so rude to me, like so, so mean. And Leah literally chased her up a tree. Like she was so mad for me <laughs> that she chased her up a tree. And like in my own self-compassion journey, I have imagined Leah chasing up my mean thoughts up a tree. 
And I just think everybody needs a Leah in their life. And if they don't have a Leah, then they can be it for themselves. They can come up with their own, you know, mama bear and chase away the mean thoughts. They can stop and make themselves ask the question, you know, what is it that I need right now? Um, and I'm just, I'm so grateful for you, Leah. So thank you for sharing your story. And I don't know, do you probably, you, you remember that tree? Oh, that I remember that. <laughs> I felt a little bad after for chasing her, but we got to <laughs> talk for each other. We, <laughs> I'm not letting anyone be rude to my people, right? <laughs> yes. No. Well, thanks, Leah, so much. Um, that story was absolutely the perfect application to self-compassion. We hope that by listening to this series, it will get you wondering the same for yourself, that you'll ask that same question, what do I need right now? And also just asking yourself, when has it been that I have accepted myself and been able to be changed? Yes. And if you can answer that question, send us a DM on Instagram at mindfulartco. Um, or send us an email at info at mindfulartco.com. We would love to hear your story too. But we want to remind you that you really don't need anything at all to make kindness more common in your own life. You can just start right now with yourself exactly where you're at.